0: Welcome to Anacro Capitalist Cast, sponsored by Magi Productions. My name is Brian Ogsted, professor of economics, speaker, writer, and entrepreneur. Welcome to today's podcast. Today's podcast is entitled, Why Vote? In the U.S. presidential elections, matters get convoluted by our electoral college. In studies regarding the odds of a single vote affecting an election, It is estimated that there is a 1 in 60 million chance, that's right, 1 in 60 million, of a randomly selected voter affecting the election. Based on the recent two presidential elections, 2008 and 2012, voting patterns, voters in New Hampshire, Virginia, Colorado, and New Mexico are most likely, in general, to swing the election with an approximate one in 10 million chance of one vote in those states making a difference in the outcome of the election. If you live in Hawaii, Alaska, or the District of Columbia, the probability of your vote being decisive is nearly zero. In studies which examine voting and probability, they reveal that the odds of a vote actually making a difference make the comparison to the chances of dying while driving on election day. And what they have found is that it is more likely that you will die in a fatal car accident than it is, that your vote will actually matter, that your vote will be decisive. They also found that a driver is more likely to die during polling hours than at any other times. The evidence shows that thousands of people have died while driving during polling times. But no single vote has ever determined the presidential elections. Depending upon the study you look at, around 80% of individuals believe that their vote actually makes a difference. It appears that people are being influenced by the Get Out the Vote campaign and other educational initiatives, as well as the I Voted bumper stickers, or I Voted stickers that they pass out after you vote, and a madrid of other social indoctrinations purporting that we must vote. Not only does a single vote not make a difference in presidential elections, it seems that all of the voters in most states do not matter. Let's take Michigan, for example. If a single vote could control all the voters in Michigan, and if all the Michigan voters voted for John McCain, Barack Obama still would have won the 2008, and also the same would be true when he ran against Romney in 2012 elections. If all Michigan voters had voted for Kerry in 2004 and Gore for 2000, Bush would have still won both of those elections. In fact, all of Michigan voters, if all of Michigan voters had voted for the losing presidential candidate in every election since 1900, this would not have changed one single thing. The same candidates would have won every single election. It apparently doesn't matter whether Michigan voters show up or not, whether they vote for Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Bernie Sanders, or Cruz, or whoever the candidates might end up being. Of course, Michigan's voters as a group could actually affect a presidential election. It just so happens that it hasn't happened in the last 100 years. Looking at the last 29 presidential elections from 1900 to 2012 reveals that it is rare and that a single vote's effect on the outcome likely never happened. During this period, in 24 of those 29 elections, 83% of the time, no single state vote counted mattered. If a single person could control every single vote in any one state, even one of the large states, that person could not change the election's outcome. There have been only five elections during this period in which one state's votes affected the election. In 1916, 10 states did make a difference, and by make a difference, I mean that a majority of the state's voters supported the losing candidate. The election outcome would have been different. New York's vote, Made a difference in both the 1960 between Kennedy and Nixon election race and the 1976 Carter Ford race. In the infamous Bush Gore race in 2000, the 30 states that went for Bush all made a difference. In the Bush Kerry race of 2004, Ohio, Florida, and Texas all made a difference. Since 1900, there's been 29 presidential elections, making it over 1,400 times that states have participated in these 29 elections. During this period, a single state's votes affected the election outcome 45 times, or that's only 3.3%. That's right, 3.3%. Three out of 100. Voters in 18 states since 1900 as a whole, has not mattered in any presidential election. Most of the time, when I point out the fact that your vote doesn't matter, people respond by arguing that one should still vote, even if their vote will not affect the election. I typically hear three common refrains related to this argument. Some people say something like, a lot of the votes could affect an election, therefore it's important that you vote, because the votes add up, because a lot of votes matter. Each individual vote matters. Sure, it's true that many votes could affect an election, but that's irrelevant to the point that a single vote does not matter. The diatribe is an example of the fallacy of division. This fallacy is committed when one asserts that what is true of a whole must also be true of a part of the whole. For example, the statement, the amount of oil production in the world has a significant effect on gasoline prices. Therefore, a small amount of oil companies' level of production has a significant effect on gasoline prices. Clearly, this statement is false, and claiming that many voters matter, therefore each individual vote matters, is equally fallacious. I also hear the claim in favor of voting, which goes something like this, one should vote, because if you don't vote, you can't complain. This is wrong on at least a couple of levels. If this statement is taken literally, it is false. You can complain, even if you don't vote. Rarely does anyone ever ask me, Did you vote? And when I rail about the incompetency and illegitimacy of the government, we are free to express our opinions where we have property rights. There is not an ethical or a legal exclusion against complaining because one simply did not vote. Maybe when one says that if you don't vote, you can't complain, what they mean to say is only those who vote are justified in complaining. You should be you are allowed to complain, but you shouldn't complain. It appears to me that the opposite is actually true. Voting reduces the right to complain. If a person voted, then they supported the incompetent, illegitimate, and corrupt system. They, in part, are to blame for the farce that is the federal government. The elected officials are corrupt because voters vote in an immoral political system a system where the majority uses coercion, force, and violence upon those who disagree with them. If anything, non-voters have a greater right to complain than do the voters. The last one and the third argument that I often hear is that voting is a moral imperative or that it is our civic duty. Those who take this position believe that individuals are morally compelled to vote. According to this argument, even if your vote doesn't matter, you should vote. There are quite a few variations of this argument, but they all typically do not go beyond the simple assertion that voting is a duty. I am starting to hear this claim more and more as the presidential primaries are taking place and the election draws near. I have repeatedly heard members of my community state, remember to vote. No reason is ever given to me as why I should vote. It is simply taken as accepted wisdom. A somewhat more arduous variety of this argument goes something like, voting is analogous to being on a team of 300 million people. Because a person is on the team, they should show up, do their part, just as the sports members show up for practice. Voters should show up for the presidential elections. It's their duty to do so. This moral argument is not convincing. The argument that voting is a moral obligation depends on, among other things, whether or not democracy is a morally acceptable method of collective decision-making. The aim of the collective decision is generally, but almost always, immoral. Most voters vote in favor of government predation on their neighbor's properties. Voters are willing to vote themselves other people's wealth. No argument can overcome the fact that this is morally unacceptable. The fact that some group somewhere has voted does not justify the theft of property of their neighbor. For example, let's say Jesse James argues that train robbery and bank robbery is ethically acceptable. As long as we hold elections to determine which gang gets to rob the train, gets to rob the banks, we wouldn't accept Jesse James's argument, and we shouldn't accept the argument that, that predations by agents of the state are unobjectionable because elections are held to determine who gets to join this gang of predators. If anything, the moral argument against voting is much stronger than the moral case for voting. This leaves us with the conclusion that your vote does not matter. Let me say that again. This leaves us with the conclusion that your vote does not matter. If this is true, should you vote because a lot of votes may matter? Or because not voting means that you cannot complain about the government? Or perhaps because you are morally compelled to do so? No. Stay home. Be moral. Be safe. This has been Anacro Capital's Cast, sponsored by Magi Productions. My name is Brian Ogsted. If you like this podcast, subscribe to Anacro Capital's Cast. And until next time, good day.